I'm a doctor in paleontology. What do you need? Yeah. <laughs> Is there a dinosaur on the plane? Welcome back to the Backyard Bonfire. We are Frank and Andrew. How is it going, Andrew? Frank, I've had an incredible week. That's fantastic. Let me hear about it. I know, right. Now, if you'll (laughs) recall in our last podcast, Mm -hmm. you taught me that clouds are really heavy, but you also taught me (laughs) that crocodiles have a spin attack. Yeah, the death roll, yes, which the I de- thought was amazing that you had never heard of it. The crocodile death roll. Amazing yes. name for a heavy metal band. Uh-huh. Um, I was playing a game called Man Eater. Right? Man Eater? Okay. Man Eater on my Xbox. And let me tell you about this game. You are a shark. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. And the story is that Scaly Pete is a shark hunter, and he kills your mom. And you okay. are out there to get revenge. And you, you know, eat people, and you level up. And you gain super shark powers. And over the course of this game, you know, you're eating fish to level up your eating turtles. You go face to face with a shark, with a crocodile or two. And they used the crocodile death roll on me, Frank. That's so, that's so ironic. Yeah. So it popped up and I'm like, oh, this makes total sense. I know why this animation is <laughs> in the game. You had not played this game before previously? I had not played this game before. Oh, wait, I, so it just. That's it, so had cool. been, it had been on my radar. Yes. And I'm like, all right, now it's on Game Pass, so I can play it for free or whatever. So I, you know, download it, play it, and, like, sh- shark freaks me out. It's like the first, like, mini boss you have to fight is a shark. Yes. Because, C- you know, you're not ready for the open waters. You're in the, like, bayous of the, s- the south, right? Right. And so the, the, sh- the shark attacks you, and I'm like, crap, 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 escape. And he's thrashing me back and forth, and then he does the death roll. I'm like, oh, crap. I, I recognize this. That's, <laughs> That's hilarious. Roll. And I was I was thrilled with the death roll, Frank. It was like yes. I died and I couldn't be happier. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's so funny that like that always happens. Like you learn something and then yeah. it just shows up in something. Yeah, the attention to detail was incredible. Great game, even when it goes off the rails. Because at at one at Later in the game, it goes off the rails. You got like electric <laughs> teeth where you're shocking people with every bite. Yeah, you're like on land, and oh, it's fantastic fun. That's so great that they that it just yeah. happens like that. Hey, I learned I something. Oh, hey, now it's it's like when you like yeah. decide what kind of new car you want and you see that car everywhere. Yeah, literally like three days later. Yeah. Bam, crocodile death. Now roll. all you're gonna see is crocodile death rolls all over I, the place. I don't know, and like. <laughs> I'm just waiting for a new story, you know. Kid gets eaten by a crocodile, disappears. It was a crocodile death roll. <laughs> crocodile death roll. That's what, but that's what they do. They drag you under and they spin yeah. around a couple times and. Yeah. And then you're dead. Yeah, usually. <laughs> it's got if that they nature right, reason. Yeah. They don't. They don't call it the alive roll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I did that, and then. Uh, in the back garden, I put up some anti-bird netting. And this anti-bird netting is not as exciting, Frank, but it For, pissed me off. You don't want them to eat your flowers yeah, or we, whatever our, you have planted? Yeah, we got tomatoes and mm-hmm. whatever. We got seeds planted. We don't want them eating the seeds. Yes. So what happened, Frank, was I I do the smart thing where I measure out the space I need with my feet, you know, because my foot's... <laughs> roughly an inch or a foot. R- roughly a foot, not even. So if... I'm over, then it'll be, per, you know, whatever yeah. I order. I, yeah, you know, math in my head. And so 
I figure out it's 13 by 35-ish. 13 okay. by 30-ish. And the netting is available in 13 by 35. And I'm like, oh, perfect. So I get it. So it just happened to come in like pretty much the same exact size you needed. It came in the perfect size I needed. Okay. But here's where I had a problem, Frank. And this yeah. was a real problem. Because this netting is like stretchy. Okay. Right? So like when you get it all rolled up and you're supposed to stretch it out and yeah. whatever. You can stretch it out onto like the one side. Imagine a rectangle of 13 and then you stretch it out to the 35. It's impossible to stretch it like to the opposite corner because it like the stretch is only has so much give that it begins to pull back in the middle. So it's not truly 13 by 35 on all the sides. Oh, really? Like, like I, in my head, I imagine each side could stretch to 13 foot by 35 foot, but not all four sides at once. Okay. So I was real mad about it. And I had to order a second one to help me cover the, the whole <laughs> area. Now, what did you use to hold it up? Uh, we built, like, a fence that goes up to your knees, so we just okay. put it over the fence. Very nice. And it hasn't worked thus far. Now, did you, it, did you have a problem with birds yeah, that you so, recognized? Yeah, so here's the here's the real issue. Uh, my, I share my backyard with the back of a church that some family lives in. Okay. All right? It's a really – and they don't pay attention to the back of their church because, the, the, like, the back side of the church is wooden – and animals have torn it all up, and there's like 15 different holes that are like noticeably big in in and the building itself. In the building itself, and you oh, can wow. see like birds nesting in the different holes. And I got a picture of like squirrels hanging, out, literally like hanging out, like if you, how you'd hang out a car window, you know, just like leaning, <laughs> and like the squirrels hanging out watching me put up the bird netting. Like, yeah, they do you're, that. You're taking away my source of food, and so like, like. I'm just like, yeah, you fuckers, you, you food's not two feet away anymore. You got to work for it. Yeah. But like, yeah, so like those holes have been a huge problem because every year the birds are there. And then, you know, if that's where the, their homes are, that's where they're pooping. So like our cars that are parked outside are always like in direct line of fire of bird poop. And you thought that the airport was a problem for being close. The birds be, homes being closer yeah. is even worse. So but. We have noticed it working because then we have like flowers that aren't in the protective netting, and now that's where they're chilling instead of in the garden. So it's like, all right, it's doing its job. Hmm. So yeah. Now, did so, you get? Because those nets, I assume, are usually used for like koi ponds. You know, it's it said like, it just said like anti-bird netting or garden netting. I wasn't paying too close attention to what it was. I just needed a net, you know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. It, it look it's green. It looks a, very similar to the, like the kind of stuff you would put over like fresh grass. Okay. Mhm. You know, it looks very similar to that. And like, yeah, I could totally imagine putting it over a koi pond, putting it like over like arches, like on a greenhouse or something. Like, there's, I I could see you using it many different ways. And have you? When did you put it up? Have you noticed a lack of birds? Or have you seen any birds like try to get in and go like, what the hell? You see, <laughs> the, the, we. It was a two-day process because, you know, first day only had half the netting because didn't expect yeah. to need the whole second thing. So we had, yeah, like, half, half of the thing covered. And, like, the birds would come in, and then they'd, like, come in through the side of the fence because it's, you know, more work. And then it was like, all right, we'll adjust because we're getting a second one, so we'll put it completely over the sides of the fences. And then the birds are like, nah, that's too much effort. We'll just fly <laughs> 10 feet further. 
Because that's really what it is. The birds could fly 10 feet further and eat, you know, a bunch of seeds we don't care about. Right, right. Have you seen um, Mark Rober did a second squirrel obstacle course? Oh, that was incredible. Yes, he did. It was the second one. So Mark Rober is a YouTuber who was a previous NASA engineer, and he does one video a month, which is so frustrating because his videos are so good. But that's why they're so good. You know, he puts time and effort into them. He puts a month um, of work into every video. Like. Oh, he puts well more than that because he's worked on videos for years. Oh, yeah. You know, for, for months sure. before they're done, right? I mean, it's so yeah. many so many things that he does. Um, So one, one release a month is – Yeah. Each one is amazing. Yeah. But Former last NASA summer, engineer, I believe. Yeah, exactly. Yes, he is. He's the one I'm sure you've seen. He's been on Jimmy Kimmel a bunch of times. Yeah. Um, he's done the moving dartboard, you know, that he, he, finds he's out. He's done the, the trap for... The glitter bomb, the Christmas the, glitter bomb. Yeah, he's done he's the done, glitter He bomb. does that every year. He and it makes it better. Um, but last year, he did a squirrel obstacle course, if you will, to get them into a big box of nuts yeah this year he basically just made like a more a bigger one yeah because uh, the issue was he had a bird feeder and the squirrels yes. were scaring the birds away from the bird feeder correct so he wanted to make them work for their food yeah and so not like this little obstacle course which was just awesome yeah like and... he had like these like puzzles <laughs> the squirrels yeah had and it's amazing how eventually they figure him out yeah and like there was at one point where they had to crawl through tubing Yes, the tunnel like, that was on his like garage roof. Yeah, and like yeah. there was a squirrel outside guiding the squirrel yeah, inside. Yeah, that was insane. One yeah. squirrel figured it out and then helped another squirrel yeah. through it. Yeah, that's it was, amazing to me. Yeah. And I totally appreciate how like at every point he built in like an escape door so they could get out. They couldn't get in through that door, but they could get out right, of the yeah, door if they ever got scared or whatever. And I love how he just had like the word exit on them, like they would know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he had exit. He had like the little. He printed, oh, yeah, like, he mini squirrel-sized blueprints for them to use. Oh, it was... His attention, no. he does great videos. Oh, yeah. No, they're all brilliant. They're fantastic. I wish, that's why I said, like, I wish he would do more than one a month, but it, yeah. it, it makes total sense because yeah. they are so elaborate and so good. And I saw at the end of that video he was advertising, like, he sells, I guess he sells a course where, like, yes. I don't know, however many people can sign up to, and he'll, like, guide them through the process of completing an idea. Yeah, it's like a um, a mini engineer course like program yeah. thing that he did, and I've heard very cool things about it, and it's for like all ages, which is really nice. Yeah, and like like there's a clip of like the different things people make. I'm like, what an awesome way to like interact with your community, because he has that expertise. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. And like just like to help people build their own cool ideas, because I'm sure everyone has a cool idea they want to do. It's kind of like um. There's this thing that I want to get. It's called KiwiCo. Have you heard of this? It's like a month. It's like it's a subscription box. Okay. Yeah. And once a month you get like a little project, a little science fair type project, and it yeah. goes up from all ages, from zero to whatever, how old, right? Yeah. And so it's very similar to that, but it's like here you have like this NASA engineer literally teaching a class. Yeah. Like, hey, this is how you for do the this summer. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, not, what a perfect time, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, these yeah. kids are stuck in. And... Yeah, exactly. It, it gets them outdoors and doing whatever. And I think that's what I like about the KiwiCo stuff. Because it's like, make, like, I've seen, like, some of the kids, it's like, make your own headphones. And then it's yeah. like, 
you know, you're doing the wiring or whatever to make your own headphones. I'm like, yeah. that is dope. It is so cool. And yeah. it's one of those things that I think I'll start doing too with uh, Amelia shortly yeah. here. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's a good way to get her thinking, right? And right, exactly. Look, and like, they look like so much fun. They look yes, so they do. Much fun. And they, and it's so great that they have them for you know one year olds up to however old they are. Yeah. It's like you wouldn't think of like something like that for a one year old. Obviously, they're not like making headphones, but. <laughs> I mean, not in America at least. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but. Um, oh, I'm sorry. That was bad. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, speaking of which, one more thing that we're both fans of. Taskmaster. Okay. Yes. Season you, 11? Something like that. 12? Did you see that they announced they're releasing a Taskmaster book? No. It's it's like 101 tasks you can do at home. Interesting. But here's the catch, Frank. Yes. And I'm super excited about it. Because we've always talked about wanting to go on a treasure hunt that's not dangerous. Yes. They hinted in their, like, trailer video that, hey, there's, like, a hidden task in here. And the first person to figure it out gets, like, a statue of the Taskmaster's head. Oh, snap. When is this book coming out, Andrew? We are I think this. it's I think it's available for pre-order, Frank. I don't... We I, are all over this. And I'm like, yeah, we, we gotta be all over that, you know. There's a hidden task in there for you to do. To, and it's, I, I, I bet it's, like figure out a phone number or whatever, but, like, on top of the other tasks it gives you for ideas. It's Yeah. I like how they did, um, what did they do? It was, like, uh, tasking at home tasking, I think they called it. Yeah, when the pandemic They did a few started. of those videos, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I, we both agree the American version could have been better. A hundred percent. I gave the New Zealand version a try. No, I did not know there was one. Yeah, because, I mean, they're like, it's like American Idol or America's Got Talent. They just license it out to every country they can, right? Okay, yeah. Uh, the New Zealand one wasn't half bad. The comedians were funny. Really? Yeah. And one of the hosts, one of the comedians was his brother. So, like. <laughs> and so, they, where did you find this? On, I, just I online? Was just, I was just YouTube. I was just like, it came across my feed like Taskmaster New Zealand. I'm like, I didn't know there was a Taskmaster New Zealand, so I just click whatever link. Oh my god, if that's on YouTube, I'm in trouble. <laughs> I only watched like one season, and I think they've done more. But oh man, just it, do you know what it is? It's minute to win it, but good. Yes, that's very true. And first off, did you see that they're coming out with a new minute to win it? Is this one also with Guy Fieri? Because I no, hope it's. It... <laughs> It's not called Minute to Win It, though. It's called, like, In a Bubble or something like that. And the person's in a bubble basically doing minute-to-minute tasks. The Cube. Yes, the, the Cube. The yes, Cube. The cube. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. basically doing minute-to-win-it tasks just in a cube. Yeah, yeah. Very... I know. <laughs> whatever. We both know, it's worse, because there's no guy theory. Yeah. The only thing I don't like about those is they just take too... Like, I'll, people are only watching for the tasks. You know, like, just play the tasks. Not for Taskmaster. Taskmaster, Taskmaster, you like seeing that interaction. I'm talking, like, minute to win it. People don't yeah. want all this sob story stuff. <laughs> That's the worst part about game shows. Yeah, not in a game show. Right. But anyway, so, yeah, they're bringing that back. But, uh, yeah, Taskmaster is, yeah, minute to win it, but, like, with more extravagant tasks, where obviously you don't have yeah. a minute. <laughs> yeah. 
it's it's, it's hours like, to win. It's things you need to accomplish within a time limit, and you have a budget. And yeah, and you have to be creative about it. That's the best oh, yeah. part. Just the creativity. I watch the compilations of it where it's like, um, taskmasters time they beat the task times they outsmarted the master. You know, like yeah. those kind of things. Those are so great. Yeah. Ah, oh, fantastic. Yeah. My so, favorite. Yeah, I- I just want to t- touch on one. Absolutely. Is where they have to paint a rainbow in the dark, and they can't <laughs> see the colors of the paint. Right. right? So the cups are glowing a certain color. <laughs> the cups have, like, glow in the dark tape on them, but that's just so you can see where the cup is and everything. Yeah. One person says, oh, hey, there's a light switch over there, which everybody had the ability to see. Yeah. Flips it on the- to paint his rainbow. Oh, hey, yeah. I can see what color is which now. You know, fantastic. <laughs> And it's still the worst painting there is. It's it wasn't amazing. a rainbow. It was, didn't even look like a rainbow. Oh, it was so good. I just love it. It's such a good show. God, I wish there was a better American version. Yeah. I almost want them to, like, redo it, but. Yeah. Here's the thing. When we get our podcasting network off the ground, Frank, yes. we're going to, well, big media company, we'll produce our own shows. We'll call it Taskmaster. We, we won't call it Taskmaster, but it'll basically be Taskmaster. <laughs> yeah, that's what we'll call it, basically Taskmaster. We'll call it, like, Bonfire Games. and then, There you go. And then, yeah. We just had to get a mansion. Not even a mansion. Two, Three-bedroom house. Two-bedroom house. Yeah, true. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I, that's what I've been super excited about. How have you been, Frank? I have been good. You know, I just got back from California. I know it sounds like I'm traveling a lot, people, but really I don't. It was just all saved up energy from the pandemic. So hit up uh, California and went to near Huntington Beach, which I don't know if you heard, but last weekend there was a bunch of kids No, kids got arrested at Huntington Beach. Oh, why were kids arrested? we were there earlier that day. It was a TikTok thing. Some kid on TikTok was like, hey, let's celebrate my birthday at Huntington Beach on Saturday night. And thousands of kids showed up. And like 150 got arrested. Yeah, I I believe I would assume California is more strict with public gatherings at this point. They are, yes. And Huntington Beach, I guess. We were talking to people that live there, and they're just like, it's so embarrassing. Like, they're becoming like the Florida of (laughs) California. (laughs) You know, you always hear like Florida man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they're calling it like Huntington Beach, man. They just like make fun of Huntington Beach. They're like, we're talking to people that have lived there their whole life, and we're just like, we're getting so embarrassed. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, it's like, if you're from Florida and where where you're from, you just go, ugh, I'm from Florida. But the worst part is, it's not (laughs) even like, Florida's probably a little different because there's people that live there. Like, Huntington Beach stuff, 90% of the time, it's got to be a tourist. Oh, it's always a tourist that, that's yeah. doing so the like messed Florida, up thing. So, like, Florida, it's always the Florida man. It's not usually yeah. a tourist. But, like, California, it's 90% of the time it's going to be a tourist. Do you know why it's a Florida man, though? I, I, I found this out the other day. What do you mean? Why? More crazy stories come out of Florida than other states, right? Yes. That's because Florida is more transparent in, like, why people are getting arrested. So the stories come out. Oh, okay. So they release their stories more often? Yeah. States. Or, like, they're easier to find or whatever. So, like, you hear about all the crazy things people are doing mm-hmm. <laughs> because they're easier to find. 
I guess. I mean, that makes sense. You always do hear, like, the weird stories. It's like, why is it always out of Florida? Yeah, but I think that's why. Uh, I could be wrong, but... <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> well, you obviously just heard it. Yeah. Uh, do you know what I heard about California? Speaking of California beaches, all beaches in California are public. Okay. So there's no such thing as a private beach in California. If it's a beach, you can go to it. Interesting. But rich people who have, you know, their mansions on the sides of the beaches yes. want to keep people out, and they go to crazy lengths to keep people away from their beaches. They'll hire guards to intimidate people. They'll put up fake, like, no trespassing signs. If Even there's like, public. Yeah. They'll, they'll put up, like, concrete barriers, like, to the entryways, just, like, to, like, hide, like, the entries to, like, their beaches. And, like, they'll get fined, but, like, you know, if I'm a billionaire, what do I care? Yeah, what do I care? I'd rather have a private like, beach. And I'm, like, it's incredible the lengths. I was reading about this. The lengths they go to. And, like, the cities, they, or I don't know if it's all California or L.A. or whatever. They're, yeah. like, all right, it's a $10,000 fine. It's a $50,000 fine. I'm, like, yeah, start cracking it's down. so expensive out there. It's ridiculous. I mean, Crystal and I would go out to eat, and we weren't even going anywhere nice. We'd yeah. go out to eat. And it was like 50-something bucks. And we're like, what? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> like, we didn't, I mean, we weren't even drinking. It's like, man, it's so expensive to live out there. It's, you know what? You should have gotten a drink. I bet it's more expensive than, like, the Pepsi you got. <laughs> oh, 100%. Or I mean, like, no, I'm sorry. I bet the Pepsi is more expensive than, like, the alcohol. Oh, the alcohol, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Yeah, we we were uh, right across the street from the beach, so we couldn't see the beach. Yeah. But we were a bare, like a literally thirty second walk from the beach. Okay, but you see, that's nice. Yeah. Yes, it was very nice. It was very cool. Yeah, it's a good so, way to get away yeah, with just your family by yourself. Little, yeah, a little long weekend. It was just the three yeah. of us. You um, flew right. Yes, we did fly. I was flying. Wasn't bad. So actually, here here's okay. So flying is. I, I'm not a good flyer. I do not like it. I think it's going to crash 24-7. I get motion sickness on the takeoff and the landing. Like, Oh, wow. Yeah. So first off, like I wouldn't mind flying so much, but I get motion sick super easy. Right? Yeah. So Especially takeoff and landing are terrible yeah. for me. Yeah, they're terrible for me. But then if there's like a little bit of turbulence, like that automatically sets my stomach up. For mm-hmm. motion sickness, even though like if, even if it's just like one bump and we're good, I'm like oh like nausea nauseated for like five minutes. But then like I don't know, just every so often it'll just pop in my head and be like, man, this thing could just plummet, and I don't know why, <laughs> but whatever. So so the whole time I'm not thrilled. But on the way to California, we actually made an emergency landing in Denver. Oh. Why because they... there was a medical emergency. Oh, wow. That's so they crazy. Did the thing. They did the thing. We're like, if there's any doctors or nurses on board, please yeah. raise your hand. They did the thing. They did the thing. <laughs> was anyone a doctor or nurse? Dude, there was like 10, maybe 12. Oh, excellent. Yeah. So, but did they only Chris needed raise to raise her hand. No, she was asleep. When oh, I okay. So I almost nudged <laughs> her and was like, hey, raise your hand. But I saw like 30 other people raise their hands. So I was like, all right. And they only <laughs> said they only needed two after 12 people raised their hands. Yeah. So. God forbid they're all like 
doctors of English, like PhDs, <laughs> and like they just yeah. want to brag. I'm a doctor in paleontology. What do you need? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is there a dinosaur on the plane? Yeah. yeah. This <laughs> this man is clearly not a dinosaur. I can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you asked for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great joke. I love that. That should be on a TV show. <laughs> you see, but, we got we got ideas, Frank. That is fantastic. Um, but so whatever's happening, I don't know. Yeah. What was wrong with whoever was back there? And sure. then they land in Denver, and they're like, you know, we could be here for two hours. We just don't know. Yeah. And. Our flight left at 6.30, so it wasn't the end of the world. Like, we knew we had half a day left in California on Thursday, so it's not like yeah. we had plans. So yeah. they land, and everybody's freaking out. Everybody's yelling. at. I can't – dude, there was this person behind me yelling at the flight attendant. I was like, she can't control this. Yeah. You know, like, I'd understand, like, if something happened where the flight attendant was like, hey, we need to land. But this had nothing to do with – this was a med- medical emergency, yeah. you know? You know this guy cared more about getting to California six hours. Yeah. Well, earlier. they had a they had a connecting flight, which okay, I get yeah. whatever, but don't but, yell at the yeah. flight attendant. But like he cared more about that than someone dying. Yeah. <laughs> like. So we land and they bring the fire department on the plane, right? Sure. Yeah. They walk down with like a wheelchair and then literally just walk right back out, and the ladies walking behind them with a doctor like just walked out like yes i don't know what was wrong she didn't seem terribly in danger if you will okay okay of anything that clearly it wasn't life-threatening i mean maybe it was it just wasn't visible on the outside right but i mean if you get up and walk walk down the plane you're just fine it seemed you know maybe yeah so what i okay yeah so perceivingly wasn't life-threatening Sure. Whatever. They walk her off, and we literally got right back in the air. We were on the ground for 40 minutes. Oh, that's not bad. That's literally just, like, refueling or whatever. Yes. Because they were – that was why they thought it would take so long. They thought we'd have to refuel. Okay. They were like, oh, we weren't down long enough, yada, yada, yada. We're okay to take right back off. Okay, So we did. Did Get in California, get out of the car, back to the house. We're good. Then we are going home, Okay. First off, I've been in LAX one other time in my life, and it wasn't as crazy as this was. LAX? It took us so long to get through TSA. It was ridiculous. Why did it take so long? I don't know. It's just – it was 5 in the morning. Oh, that's crazy. I mean, it was so long. It took us forever. We got there plenty early. I mean, I know if Chris was listening to this, technically we left a little later than I wanted to, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, we got there plenty. It was 5 o'clock in the morning, and it took, whatever, it takes forever to get to TSA, through TSA. Yeah. We get out of there, all, all that good jazz, and we go to head to our gate. We're at a brisk walk the entire time. Get to our gate and literally just walk onto the plane. Because that's how close, like, it wasn't, like, close, like, they were going to close it, but they had just called our group for boarding. I mean, that's a pretty good feeling, though. Yes. Well, (laughs) I mean, it was kind of like, whoa. But imagine, Frank, imagine if that's how on time you always were for everything. Like, you get somewhere, and whatever you're doing is ready. Like, starts. 
like that that is an awesome superpower like i get it it was nice being like okay we're not sitting and waiting for a half hour 40 minutes yeah i mean it's stressful sure exactly and that's the problem like i don't mind wait i'd rather wait than be stressed that whole time in tsa we're like yeah uh you know like if we miss this flight like it's gonna suck <laughs> yeah it's definitely so, gonna suck like i said it was super early flight so whatever if we had missed it we would have got a later one yada 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 but so we get on the plane we taxi out and all of a sudden we stop and the guy go the pilot comes out and says sorry everybody we got to get taxied back to the gate there's something wrong with the hydraulics <laughs> That's funny. Are you serious? You know? And so then, then people start getting mad again. They're like, what do you mean something's wrong with the hydraulics? And he goes, all right, maintenance is coming out. They're going to take a look. Blah, 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 whatever he says. And these people are all, there's already this guy on the phone with American Airlines going, hey, I'm going to miss my connection in uh, Chicago. You know, what do I do? Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And he's like, okay, if I get off this plane, but obviously they weren't letting anybody get off yet. Yeah. Okay, well, this guy's on the phone talking to American Airlines very loudly, by the way. He's like, oh, if I go here, will I connect there? And yada, yada. Yeah. And um, yeah, a lot of yada, yadas. He's got to be the first one off the plane, you know. He's got to. God, I hate these people. But so then the pilot comes out and he's like, hey, everything's good. We just got to wait for uh, maintenance to send us back up the logbook that they did something and we'll be out. Like, yeah. Okay, so it was like a 40-minute maybe delay. Okay. Not terrible. Computers, sure. Yeah, not terrible in my eyes. The part that sucks about it is we have Amelia. Yeah. So a four-hour flight is she gets pretty restless without another hour added on in the beginning. Yeah. So. But <laughs> so the pilot says, "All right, maintenance, you know, fix what they needed to fix. We're good to go." And somebody goes, "Oh, so they just used duct tape and a paperclip. We're good to go, huh?" <laughs> I was like, "That's probably what they did, but whatever." So we get up, and that flight's pretty good. It was a little long, I think. I, I thought it was always shorter coming from the west. Uh, maybe that you had to fly around a storm or something. I don't know. But And then we, yeah, we got home. No no issues on that one except for the way there. But, yeah, I can't stand people get off the plane early, man. Nah, the, the, I mean, there were people standing, and then Carissa yelled at me because, you know, at, like we were still being taxied. We were still moving. And yeah. These people started standing up and getting their – uh, yeah. cases out of the overheads yeah. it's gotten and, worse over the years too oh god and yeah. i just got like i literally said out loud i was like oh don't worry they gotta hurry up and wait you know <laughs> Chris, like, gave me that nudge on the shoulder like what the, don't talk like that don't don't start something yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, but, and the, another, wor- like, the worst is when you're like the in the last row and you know yeah you ain't getting we off were, anytime we were soon. very in the back and, like, the person, like, a row in front of you, like, is up already. And, yeah. like, dude, you're going to be standing for half an well, hour. And they always give that announcement. They're, like, make way, please, for people with connecting flights. Nobody yeah. ever does. You know, no. you, you get up and you end up, you just wait anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, I just, you just sit there until literally the row in front of you is starting to move. Then yeah. stand up. It's just not that hard of a concept. No, it's not. It's, you get to sit for five extra minutes. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I just... No. I understand maybe standing up and, like, stretching your legs while you wait. But there's, like, people that, like, stand up, start getting their stuff, and then they sit there tapping their foot, like, come on, let's go. Why aren't we moving? How many people were on your flight, you think? It was full. It was full. Both flights were full. Now, I don't know how many people that is. It was a smaller plane. Okay. Um, Let's see if I could do math real quick. Let's see. There's probably, what, 36 rows, right? 
And then like six seats in a row. Yeah. 180 people or so, give or take. Yeah, give or take, sure. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay. They were both. Yeah, I'm just circling back and I'm like, you know, is there a doctor? What are the odds that in a group of 150 adults that there is a medical professional? I got to imagine it's pretty good. You know, like. Well, they say doctor or nurse. I mean, yeah, 180 people, there's bound to be a nurse. Yeah, medical professional of some sort. Because, like, it's like the birthday thing, you know? Like, if you get 30 people in a room, chances yeah. are super high that two of them are born on the same day. Isn't that crazy? Like, if there's 30 people in a room, I think it's, like, a 30% chance that two of them share a birthday. Yeah. It, and if it's, there's, like, 75 people in a room, it's a 50% chance? Like, that's no, just so it's crazy. it's, like, close to, like, 90% of that Is point. it? Yeah. It's, it's so it, weird. Like, it's ridiculous. But, like, I gotta imagine the same is true for, like, is there, you know, a doctor or nurse in, on an airplane? I bet every time there is. Almost Wouldn't that time. suck to have that one time where there isn't? <laughs> right. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, you would think there is. I, I would say the odds are in your favor that there is. Absolutely. That makes sense to me. And then one last thing. Because you're not good with the turbulence and the motion sickness. Are you okay with the roller coasters? No. Dude, I cannot even go on a... Okay, I'll tell you this. So my motion sickness is so bad. I can't even do a, like a playground swing. Oh, gosh. Like, if I sit in one of those and go back and forth one time, I'm done. I'm ready to puke. Oh, dang. I can't even walk in a circle without feeling like I'm going to pass out. That's... If I walk in a circle, so, like, I when I hang Christmas lights around a pole, yeah, I can't do it. I can't walk around the pole. I have to, like, <laughs> you pass can't walk around the tree or whatever. <laughs> if, if I walk around more than twice, I need to sit down. Yeah. You got to talk to Rob. He'll do something for your vertigo or something. It's I don't know. It's so bad. It's so bad. He'll bend you this way and that way and fix the fluid in your ears. I don't even know. I was doing something with – I was playing with Amelia the other day, and I, like, spun twice, and I was just like, nope, I'm done. I can't do it. <laughs> oh, it's, Daddy needs to sit down, honey. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, that's nuts. Yeah. But Carissa really likes roller coasters. She'll, she'll do the roller coaster with the kids. but. Oh, that's good. Yeah. You, you need one parent to be there for the kid. Right. I'll be the one that sits on the ground and buys the food. <laughs> yeah. Carries the bags, plays exactly. the games. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, no, yeah, motions. And it's so weird. It just kind of clicked one year, you know? Like, one year's like, oh, I, you just get motion sick? Do you remember Kitty Land? Oh, I loved Kitty Land. Okay. So, me and Rob, or the family, would always go. And me and Rob would rock the Tilt-A-Whirl at that thing. Uh, yeah. Tilt-A-Whirls are Easy. nuts. Ten times we'd go. <laughs> and then one year we went and I got on and I was just like, I, I don't know what's wrong. I can't do it. You can't do it. Just getting sick. That, that's insane. Because for me, yeah. it, was, it was the reverse. When I was little, I was always motion sick. And then I get I like I took the motion sickness pills. And then one year I'm like, I think I'm going to be OK. And I guess I tricked my brain into not being motion sick. <laughs> and I do. Um, so let's see. I, I'm good. on like a canoe. I'm well, fine that, in yeah, a car. Fine in a car. Is it just spinny things and up and down things, or? I don't know because I did get sick. Chris and I went to Boston and we went whale watching. Whale watching. Yeah. On and a boat. I did get sick on that boat. Not, I didn't okay. actually get sick, but I felt sick. Sure. Um, it wasn't the worst it's ever been, but it wasn't great. When we did our cruise, I took motion sickness medicine right away. Okay, that's smart. Um, because they say like to take it before you even get on the boat. Yeah, so by the time you take it, it's too late. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So I had taken it before, and I took it the whole time. So I don't know if I'm okay on like a cruise, but I was fine that entire cruise. 
Sure. Uh, cruises are like floating boat, cities. So. Yeah, the whale watching, I wasn't. I probably. It probably didn't help that we were watch. We weren't watching much because of the fog. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know what's up with this fog. So. Do those <laughs> tricks work for you? Like find the horizon or whatever. Like those tricks never work for you. I, I didn't really any. Tr- I'm not on boats that often. <laughs> Fair enough. So. <laughs> so. What about on the car? You get motion sick in the car. No, no car at all. That's great. Even like on a bumpy road, you're fine. I'm fine. I, I will say That's like if I'm up in, up in the hills of Wisconsin or something, yeah. I will start if I'm not the one driving, I will yeah. get a little bit nauseous. Yeah, okay. Like big hills are really long down or really long up. I will get it there. Just a little bit. Yeah. Um but enough to feel it. But I think if I'm driving, I'm good because I just know I'm in control. I think that's a big yeah. thing too. Yeah. Um, but no cars. I'm fine, like on a boat or a kayak or a canoe or a kayak or a fishing boat. But like the bigger boats, I guess not so much. Maybe or maybe it's the ocean. Yeah. I don't know. It's just the movement, you know. It's yeah. It is. It is really like I'm not kidding when like I say a backyard swing. I can't do it. That's crazy, man. Uh, I know. I can't imagine. Like I'm, I'm a... like walking in a circle. Like that is crazy. Yeah. To me, like I get it if you like spin around ten times fast and then you're dizzy or nauseous or whatever. But like to walk in a circle around a pole yeah. while you're doing lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so, like do you like how do you do that? <laughs> like do you ask someone I, else to do very, that? Very very slowly. Yeah. <laughs> Takes me a long time. <laughs> or do you just like wrap your arms around? I do pole? I do the arm wrap a lot if I have to do it. <laughs> um have somebody else do it or I take real or I make the circle as big as I can. Uh, so you're technically walking straight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or like uh, try to focus your eye on one spot. Like it's yeah. like imagine you're on a Ferris wheel. Ferris wheel. Yeah. I can't not a Ferris wheel. I'm sorry. What's the what's the one that on the ground? Tilt the whirl. Carousel. 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 Merry go round. Yeah, merry go round. Um, Carousel. I can't remember the last time I was on one of those though to be honest. Six flags. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I have no idea. So I don't know if I would be okay on one of those. I feel like I I remember being on one where I was not okay, and I tried to do that hold your gaze, hold your gaze, hold your gaze. Okay, find it. No, hold your gaze, hold yeah. your gaze, hold. Your... So. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's it's not fun. I'm sorry, man. That sucks. Yeah. It is what it is. <sighs> it is what it is indeed. It is what it is. All right, Andrew. Let's wrap this bonfire up. The show's over now. Don't lose your tempers. Here's one more thought. It's the final embers. I got a final ember, Frank. Fantastic. Let's And it has, has to do with fire. Perfect. Right? I, I thought so. Um, so the Cruella DeVille movie came out. Yeah, Cruella. And, and obviously there's Dalmatians in it. Mm-hmm. And what else are Dalmatians known for besides that movie series, Frank? Uh, firehouse dogs? They're firehouse dogs. Do you know why they're firehouse dogs, Frank? Ooh. No. I know why they're no longer firehouse dogs. Okay. <laughs> go it's ahead, go probably ahead. related. Okay. Okay. So they started... So Dalmatians have been noted to be, like, really loyal and brave, which makes them good candidates for firehouse dogs. And they also tend to have, like, an affinity for horses. They just get along well with horses. All right? Oh, okay. And so back in the days, 1870s or so, the, you know, New York Fire Department and fire departments everywhere, you know, 
this is before you had a fire truck. So right. to get your fire equipment place to place, you had like horse drawn carriages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the horses would go and take the stuff to the fire, but then they'd get freaked out by the fire. So they'd bring the Dalmatians along to calm down the horses. Really? Yeah. And so as horses, you know, were no longer needed, Dalmatians, like, were no longer needed to the same extent. But they're still a symbol of firehouses today. So Dalmatians were used to calm the horses. Yeah. That's insane. Right? The Dalmatians were there for the horses. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that, like, uh, Chicago just outlawed them or something because one of them bit a kid or something or other. And so now no firehouse in Chicago has a Dalmatian or has a dog. That's almost never the animal's fault either. (laughs) I know. Stupid kids ruining Dalmatian firehouse dogs. I I 100% guarantee you the dog looked, like, uncomfortable or whatever, and then the kid's mom was like, oh, go pet it, go pet it, Mm -hmm. it's fine. And it it was not fine. Go from its blind side and just touch it where you can't see you coming or anything. Yeah. And then additionally, like, firehouses are, like, one of the only reasons Dalmatians are still around, because they've been so, like, into breeding Dalmatians. <laughs> like, they're more responsible for continuing the Dalmatian yeah. breed more than anything else. Yeah, I've never actually seen a Dalmatian, have you? In real life? Yeah. Yeah, maybe once. I was surprised oh, really? by how big it was. They are a big dog, I think. It was bigger I think than I was expecting. Like a, they're, like, kind of great Dany, aren't they? Uh, not quite that big, but they're not quite that big, but they're definitely big? like they're definitely taller than you'd expect. Yeah. Yeah. But. So, yeah, that that's how they got their start, you know, because the thing is, they were used for horses before that, too. And then just the natural carryover to the fire departments. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Well, there you have it, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to our episode. We upload every Monday at uh, 6 a.m. Central. Hey, you know what I learned? What's that? So you know how you would hear like 10, 9 central, right? Yeah. So 10 is Eastern. Yeah. 9 is Central. Yeah. Mountain Time and Western Time or whatever are still 10 o'clock. Oh, because they just changed the programming up? Yeah. That's smart. Cause so I would really, hate to, like... Central is the only wrong time. Oh, because it's 10 Eastern, 10 Mountain, and 10... Yeah. Technically, I don't know if that's like legit. Obviously, not everything, not like live programming. Sure, but like. But on like scheduled programming, yeah, yeah. it's ten nine central, but the nine is only for, like you would think it would go ten nine eight seven. Yeah. But it isn't. It's ten nine ten ten. That would have been my guess. Yeah, that's that's. Isn't that amazing? That. Just Bone, learned that. <laughs> bonus final ember for you folks. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, but anyway, check us out every Monday morning. Check out Andrew and Ken's podcast, Q Busters every saturday morning thanks for listening everybody and remember there's always room for one more at the backyard bonfire